Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. Folks, before we get into this next episode, we are proud and so excited to bring this episode to you by our new official sponsor, Kinja Bang Noodles. As always, Kinja Bang Noodles is air dried and never fried. Our noodles are 100% plant based with no preservatives. It's perfect for a quick and easy meal, or you can customize it to create your own flavor masterpiece. Keep an eye out for it this fall. Follow us on Instagram at Kinjabang Noodles for all the latest and greatest. Kinjabang Noodles, feed the revolution. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Moving in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. Opportunities rarely fall out of the sky. They most often present themselves when you persistently pursue them. You knock on enough doors and one of them is bound to open up. But it's what you do with that open door that will determine what that opportunity will turn into. My guest today is up-and-coming Korean-American rapper Ivy. He's collaborated with artists such as Dumbfounded, G2, Ready, Palo Alto, and Jay Park. And he's at the top of his career and quickly making noise. This interview is actually a little bit different from the way that I have previously brought on guests to the show. Most of the guests have been people that I at least had some sort of pre-existing relationship with, but this uh, conversation actually came about through a cold email. His manager had sent me an email and sent me some links to his music, and I felt like he had a legit sound and I wanted to um, get to know him. And more than even just that, I appreciated the, the hunger and the, the willingness to shoot out a cold email looking for opportunities in this conversation, this is actually the first time I've actually even met Ivy, which was just virtually through uh, through this Zoom call. And um, him actually spending his birthday today. Today was actually his birthday. He just turned 19 years old. And it was that. It was that sort of grind. His manager is also 18. And just seeing that sort of hunger of uh, wanting to get yourself out there, do what it takes to uh, get get that exposure, get that opportunity to have your voice heard. And I think that's exactly what this show is, Movement in the Shadows, from people who have had many years um, in their respective fields to the people who are just getting their foot in the door and looking for those opportunities. And he kind of walks us through how the opportunities to collaborate with some very legit artists came about to what he's doing now and how he's being creative in terms of how he's making his music how he's setting daily disciplines and routines for himself, writing every single day, recording out of his home studio, and doing what he can to get his music out there and to grow his social media following, and setting goals from short-term goals of just getting his social media numbers up to long-term goals, to becoming a global influence, and him being very intentional about setting these goals, knowing that the size of his goals and the size of his dreams are his only limitations. And um, at a guy with at a very young age to already recognize that, I think is super cool. And uh, for anybody out there who's in a similar position, trying to grind, trying to get their, their foot in the door, I think this is a great listen and a great look into somebody who's very much in that space and is making it happen for himself. Great talk as always. Fun lightning round at the end as always. I think that's about it. Let's hop into it. 
Folks, welcome back to another episode of the Kinja's Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. Folks, I'm stoked to have a special guest today. Uh, we have rising star, Korean-American rapper. We have Ivy in the house. For those of you who may not know, Ivy has already collaborated with artists such as G2, Dumbfounded, Jay Park, and Palo Alto. And I'm stoked to get into this pod with you today. This is a bit different from um, our previous, I guess, guests, because normally uh, the people that I bring on to the show are people that I have at least some sort of a relationship with. But with you, Ivy, I actually am meeting you for the very first time, very first time now, mm-hmm. virtually. Um, mm-hmm. Your manager, William, hit me up. Uh, he shot me an email. And uh, he just sent me like some links to your stuff. I was like, yo, this, this dude's nice. And, um, and I know like you're kind of like just kind of getting your start and, and starting to, uh, you know, try to get your foot in the door. And I think this is, um, I love the idea of um, opportunities, right? You got to knock on doors and, and eventually doors will open up. But um, man, uh, first of all, welcome to the pod. Thank you for, for hopping in here. Thank you for um, having me. Of course. Um, so as I was telling you right before we started rolling, um, so the movement in the shadows is what we call our show. And uh, we love to get into the backstory and like the origin stories of, you know, who you are, where you're from. And then obviously, you know, getting into the things that you're doing right now. So to kind of start, um, can you give us a bit of a background? Um, who are you? Where'd you grow up? Where are you from? And all that. All right. So my name is Minjun, uh, also known as IV. Uh, for me, I grew up most of my life. I immigrated here when I was five years old, but um, I grew up most of my life in Santa Clarita, Valencia, California, where um, Magic Mountain is basically. And uh, I've been rapping for about a good two and a half years, like professionally. But otherwise, like music wise, I've been doing it for like a good like around like three, four years. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Word. How old are you? Oh, I'm 18. Well, I just turned 19 today. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Happy birthday, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're spending your, your birthday doing a podcast. I don't know if that's like the, the best way to spend your birthday, but oh, this is the perfect way to spend my birthday. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, man. Um, okay, cool. So you, so you immigrated from Korea, been out here for a good amount of years and doing music. What made you, um, what was that like thing that made you feel like you wanted to go into music? I mean, you said music professionally, so I'm assuming there was some amount of years that you considered to be not professional and just kind of dabbling, right? Yeah, yeah. So I first started out on SoundCloud around like sophomore year of my high school. Um, And back then, like, there was this this, this guy at my school, his name is Jaku Ren, and he was kind of like known as a school rapper. And uh, I kind of looked up to him a lot, and I wanted to like really uh, just, I wanted to become like the person that's known for rapping at my school, you know? And that's why, like, that was my first goal. I wanted to like try to overcome this and um, try to overtake him and uh, try to like fill in his footsteps because he was two years older than me. Mm-hmm. And then after I uh, like I started dropping songs and it was slow at first, but like once I started, um, I started making traction around junior year because that's when like I think I finally like found and developed my own sound. And that's when like a lot of the people around my area in Santa Clarita, like just the whole scene, like basically like they started like really heavily fucking with me. And then uh, after that, um, I was able to uh, meet with um, uh, two producers. They're like, they're my hills, they're my mentors, Chucky and Banana. And through them, that's when I uh, was able to debut and um, 
start like making music professionally with them. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Uh, are you still in school right now? Oh yeah. Uh, I'm attending Syracuse university right now. Okay. Okay. And is like, uh, so what do you, what are you doing in terms of school and music? Are you trying to somehow bring the two together in terms of like what you're studying at school or are you eventually just going to kind of like make the full switch to, to music? I'm just curious as to like what school is in your life right now. Yeah. So I'm thinking of eventually making the full switch to music, but for now, like I felt that, um, especially like school is like an important part of my life that I think like I only have an opportunity to finish it when I'm younger. So like, I don't want to push it off or anything. So I feel like, um, I also want to just like experience school and just experience like my co- like that college experience too. So, um, I feel like I can create like a good balance between school and uh, music too, which is like pretty much what's happening right now. Like I'm doing school online and, um, I'm like balancing my like work with um, school and with music right now too. So it's, it's pretty much working out, but I feel like if I do like start making more traction music wise, like that's when I can start thinking about whether I'm going to continue school or not. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what are you studying right now in school? Oh, I'm studying communications and rhetorical studies. Okay. That's a solid yeah. one. Solid one to have. Very uh, versatile in terms of what you can do with that. Thank you, um, how like what is your uh your parents support like in in your artistic endeavors oh they're all for me like they've been at first it was very uh difficult trying to convince them to let me do music because back then like like I, I was one of those like good kids like quote unquote so um like for me like when i told them that i wanted to do music like it was like a shock to them like they were heartbroken at first but like i think <laughs> as once, if that's once, gonna turn you evil or something yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially because, like, I grew up in a Christian household, so when they think yeah. about hip-hop or rap, they're like, oh, it's the devil's music or, like, some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. so, like, um, it, was, it was like that, but, uh, like, I think once I, once I started, like, you know, proving to my parents through my actions and, like, showing them, like, oh, like, I've completed a music video, I'm working hard for this, I'm working hard for that, like, I showed them how passionate I am for music, that's when they started supporting me, and, like, now they're always, like, giving me advice, like, even yesterday, like, I was eating dinner with my dad, and he was telling me about how, like, oh, like, I feel like, like, you're doing well in music right now, but I feel like you got to keep on searching for your true colors and make your own sound and um, be more original with your lyrics, too, yeah, so. Whoa, okay, Pops, Pops is giving you some legit advice there. Yeah, and he told me yesterday that he was a DJ when he was in college. What? So I didn't know this. I was, I was so surprised, you know? So Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, no, nah, the reason I ask about the parents thing, you know, I, I, I mean, this is a different time too. I think, uh, you know, um, at a time before the internet, you know, like things weren't as accessible in terms of, being able to get exposure, like getting your sound out there. Like you said, you know, mm-hmm. SoundCloud is a, is a way that like anybody can just get their stuff out there and, and, you know, you get the right people to listen to it and, you know, like you can start spinning that into you making your own way as an independent artist. But, you know, back, mm-hmm. back before, you know, like in our, in our parents' generations, when they immigrated here, like that stuff, they don't even understand what that is, but, you know, to like see how like the internet and all that kind of gives um, the opportunity for anyone to kind of get out there and, and to have your parents to kind of understand that is, is, is pretty dope, man. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, curious. So the name IV, where does that, where does that come from? What does that mean? So it stands for ice in my veins. Shout out D'Angelo Russell. But, uh, um, yeah, it stands for ice in my veins. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
any significance to that or you just thought it sounded tight or what oh so i have a homie his name is michael um and he was the one that actually like got me like into making music in the first place because um like we both like met up during lunch one day and he was like yo like you rap like we were like we're like talking and i was like oh i rap and he was like oh i rap too and then like we started like you know going on google docs and writing lyrics together and shit and then um i was like what should i make my rap name and then he was the one that came up with the name iv he was like ice in my veins you know like um and like that's how it started yeah dope, and then dope. it just stuck with me right on man um as far as like inspirations go you know who were some of the artists that you kind of looked up to i know you looked up to your the, the homie in, in at your school but were there any other artists that you felt like you kind of um maybe initially started modeling your sound off of and it started mm -hmm. to develop uh I think my uh, biggest role model right now is Tory Lanez. He's like, like music wise, I want to reach the level of versatility and being able to do like both singing and rapping, uh, like at like such a high level, like I want to reach that point. Um, but definitely like the person that like got me inspired to start music in the first place was dumbfounded. Cause like back in fifth grade, like I was watching his like rap battles and then like, no, like the ones on grind time now. And I was like, damn shit, like this hard as fuck. And, uh, yeah, like, that's what inspired me. I was like, damn, like, maybe, like, me as an Asian American, like, I, I can, um, like, in, in a way, he empowered me. And, like, like I realized that, like, I can, uh, you know, um, I, I shouldn't be afraid to, like, do, uh, like, pursue my dreams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, speaking of that, you know, as, uh, as an Asian American, right, um, you know, kind of, you know, doing music, um, essentially from Black culture, you know what I mean? Do you feel like, um, that is something that you find as a challenge even to you now, or do you feel like that's not really a thing for you? Um, well, I, I definitely believe that we need to respect the fact that, um, we're like, I am borrowing liberally from, um, black culture and, um, it, it is definitely a challenge because I feel like for me, especially as an Asian American, it's going to be very hard for me to get the recognition and the respect of uh, people in the, in the black community, especially. Um, and especially in the hip hop community as well in America. So, um, like I've been, I've been trying my best, but, uh, like for now, like I'm trying to focus a lot more on like the international side, like Korean hip hop slash like, like American hip hop as well. But, um, I definitely want to earn the respect of the people in America too. Yeah. 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 Right on. Um, so with, uh, you know, with like your sound though, as I was listening to it, like I was kind of like, man, he kind of has you remind me of kind of like a Travis Scott to like a, you know, there's even like a future sort of like vibe there. Uh -huh. Um, you know, and I know like, you know, sounds will always kind of evolve and develop. Um, is there, is there something within like, I guess in your intentions in like the, every artist wants to develop their sound, right. To kind of be known for a certain sort of style. Yeah. Uh, what, what is like your mentality in terms of style and, and kind of developing your own unique sound? I think, I think my main talent comes with, um, making hooks and making like stuff with melody. And, um, I feel like that's like, that's where like my talent lies because I, I think I'm like really good at making catchy hooks. So, um, yeah, just making mainstream hits. I think that's, that's my goal, you know, like, uh, especially like not like I'm, I can do melody, but I also want to expand more into just doing straight rap shit too, you know? Got but, you. Yeah. Did, did you have any musical background as a kid growing up? Yeah. So, um, when I was in first, no, yeah. First grade, I started playing violin and I played violin for six years. Um, I played piano for three years and then, 
uh, back, I started in seventh grade of junior high and I played drums for around uh, six years for my church too, uh, on, on the praise team. So that's like basically a little bit of my musical background. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Um, and like, so when it comes to putting together music, do you do everything top to bottom from like writing it to producing it? Or do you, you, you said you have some homies that are producers, right? Like what is it, what is like the construction process of your music? Like, um, for me, uh, I'm not a producer cause it's like definitely something that I want to like venture into into the future, but, um, I don't think I'm skilled enough to be a producer right now. I've, I've tried a couple times and I made a couple songs like producing my own stuff, but I don't think it sounds as good as um, like having another person produce it and then me being able to write lyrics and come up with melodies and, um, you know, record over that. So like mainly the process right now is either um, I used to get beats off of YouTube, but now like a bunch of people send beats to me and then mm -hmm. I, I make songs off of that. And then got you. Got yeah. you. What, what is uh, airplane mode? Oh, so airplane mode is um, basically it's a it's a label. It's uh, it's more of an international label, but it's um, trying to bring that uh, American vibe and American hip hop culture culture uh, into Korea, and then vice versa, like bringing that Korean hip hop culture into America as well. And um, it's like an international label. Um, it's just right now it's just me and Big Banana, and uh, right now we're just working hard on trying to you know uh, make airplane mode known to the world and uh, you know expand our vision. Yeah. Yeah. When did, when did that start? Oh, so, um, it started, it started two years ago when I first met them. Oh, like airplane was already a pre-existing pre label, but, um, I was first able to, um, debut under their label uh, with my song summer Biz, and I was able to debut that. And then it did, it did pretty well. And then after that, um, like when I went to Korea over the summer of 2019, um, cause, uh, summer Biz dropped in 2018, but one year after when I went to uh, Korea in the summer of 2019, um, I got to meet with like all the people in like our like um, sister label, which is Highlight Records, and we were able to talk it out. And then you know I made a lot of connections with them. And then from there on, uh, we decided like we're gonna like keep on working together in the future. So yeah, like from there on, like that's when I was like officially like a member of Airplane Mode. Yeah, that's dope. I think this is a good time for um, you know as we're talking about like crossing over, um, you know, not not even just. Uh, genres but like i'm talking about crossing over in terms of you mentioned um you know borrowing liberally from from black culture with hip-hop and you know um and somehow the asian music scene is like now super relevant in in here in america you know with like um you know with like keith ape when he did ichima that was like a a blow up hit out here and then obviously yeah. k-pop is like the biggest thing out here bts are like the biggest uh -huh. artists and stuff and yeah. it's, it's it's dope to see that um the lines between uh what's technically considered to be acceptable um based off of like the type of music to the color of your skin like those lines are starting to get um I don't want to say blurred in that, that it doesn't exist. Cause I think that's, that that's not accurate. I think that they do exist, but in terms of acceptance, you know, I guess at the end of the day, talent is talent, you know, skill is mm -hmm. skill. So like if you can um, represent well and, and your talents undeniable, then, then that's all it takes. You know, that's what, that's what it takes to be uh, not only accepted, but to be successful. And then, you know, you have like labels like 88 rising that are, um, obviously doing their thing they're 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 carving their own lane and 
Um, mm. I think it's a great time for, um, you know, labels like, you know, airplane mode to, you know, independent artists like yourself that are trying to, um, break through and, and to, uh, let your skills speak for themselves, mm -hmm. um, versus like trying to, uh, just kind of find a little, you know, entrance into something, but like really be undeniable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, so right now, I mean, we're obviously in a, a weird time in our world. We're in a pandemic and I'm sure the way that you would normally be hustling and grinding and working would be different, um, yeah. than what it is now. So what, what's it like, um, for you trying to, first of all, like record and, and make music during this time mm -hmm. and, and like, how are you kind of shifting in terms of still being able to hustle, um, but in a unique way? Oh, so definitely like, I haven't gone out at all. Like for me, like I have to be careful because my parents, because they're a little bit on the older side and their health isn't that great either. But um, like for me, I've been doing most of my music at home. Like I don't, I used to just like go, like go to the studio all the time. But like nowadays, like I, I have like a home recording setup. Like it's not bad. And it, like it, it produces like, you know, like good quality music too. Um, but it's been mostly like a daily grind, you know? So like working on homework for like the beginning half of the day and then working on like recording um, either like a new song or nowadays I've been like venturing into TikTok. So like doing like, you know, TikTok videos of like, if I was on this song and like doing certain remixes of other songs. And then, you know, it's been like a daily grind. Um, definitely. Uh, I get inspiration from experiencing stuff and like looking at things like things happening around me. But since I'm mostly at home, it's been hard for me to find that inspiration. So I've been, I've been trying to go more into like watching a lot of podcasts, watching a lot of documentaries and, I'm trying to find more inspiration in like things that I see on the internet, but it's, it's been a little bit difficult finding inspiration, but otherwise like it's, it's been a daily grind. Yeah. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister watches. They are truly masters of their craft from quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with. Meister is doing it. They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJUSPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on to store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at kinesthetic.brand. Do you set like a, a schedule for yourself in terms of, um, you know, like you said, you have your school and then you have your music, but um, do you set like routines for yourself? Like how do you maintain your discipline? uh to be honest i don't really i'm not very unorganized so it's very spontaneous the way i do it so like i wake up i'm like you know what i feel like doing homework right now but like i mean i, I have like a basic structure like i tend to do homework during the afternoon or i do it like like 3 a.m in the morning like after i do like all my other stuff but um yeah it's very spontaneous but 
Like I, I usually just like check off a to-do list. That's pretty much all I do. Got you. And, and, and music, is this a daily thing? Are you writing every day, recording every day? What's that like? Yeah. Writing and recording every day. Yeah. It's been, it's been a daily thing. Yeah. Word. Um, one thing that I just kind of sticks out to me about even this unique way of meeting you, you know, like I said, your, your manager, William hit me up, um, Mm -hmm. you know, over email and, and, you know, come to find out you guys are 18 or, or, well, you just turned 19. And so like, it's like, dang, these, these young guys are, are hustling right now. And, um, you know, even for William to kind of take a, take a chance and just like send out some cold emails to see like who would respond. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, what is your, um, I guess, you know, in terms of that kind of grind and that kind of hunger, yeah. um, you know, you gotta be first, you gotta have that in yourself, but then to also know, that you need to build a team around you that is also mm-hmm. on that tip, right? Like that has yeah. that, that same kind of hunger and fire. So yeah. how, how did that sort of relationship come about like between you and your manager slash mm-hmm. like, you know, who else is, you know, in your circle that kind of um, helps you push forward? Oh, uh, so um, for me, like I, I really believe in like the like social theory of like law of attraction. So like, like people like who have like that positive energy and like people like of the same vibration level, they're attracted to each other. So like the reason why me and my, my manager, William, we met was because, um, he's my roommate. Um, like he, he reached out to me first and then we decided to be roommates. And then, um, I think he was the one that spoke to me first. He was like, Oh, like, like how about I manage you? So like right now, currently like, um, like in airplane mode, we don't really have like a set manager for airplane mode right now. So, um, for now, like, it's, it's kind of an unofficial thing, but right now, like he's been managing me and like, like uh, we're eventually trying to get him, him as like a man- manager under airplane mode. That's the goal. But, um, um, I, I think, um, just like the people that I surround myself with, they're all people that are on the same vibration level as me and like that also have the same like ambitions and hunger as me. So, uh, especially like for my youngs or like my mentors, like they, they, they're all, they always want to see me eat together with them. And they always have this like hunger for like to see me like do better. So like, like, especially with like my help, like my hair and big banana, like we have this, like, um, like this, like relationship where like, he, he's always very, uh, giving me honest opinions and being, being very critical of me. And it's been helping me grow a lot. And, um, also like I have this crew called RSO and, uh, right now we have a couple members. Um, there's, uh, there's this producer named imagine that there's this singer named softness. And then there's a 16 year old kid named uh, will. And he's, he's also a rapper too. And, um, these are all people that like, I like really felt that had like a lot of potential and like, I really fuck with their vibes. So like for them too, like they're very hungry and they're very like ambitious on what they want to do. Like they have that daily grind on, like they, they have that ga- daily grind down too. So, um, especially like surrounding myself with these like positive people. Um, and oh, oh yeah, also not to forget, like I have a homie named SHL. He's also an RSO too. And he's also like one of like the most ambitious people I know too. Like like he's always like trying to like get out there, like, um, like emailing other people, like always, um, like posting TikToks and just like trying to like be very active on social media. Like, um, like these are all people that like this, like energy level that I have surrounded myself with, like, it's just making me work harder every single time. Yeah. That's dope, man. Uh, you mentioned mentors, uh, and, yeah. and things like that. Uh, who, I guess, where, where did you find, um, that having mentors in your life was important to you who taught, who taught you that? 
Um, it, it started in like the church setting because I, I always would um, talk to my like small group leaders or like my pastor about like certain stuff. And um, they, they always like, that's when I, I noticed the necessity of having a mentor because like, like men, like these people, like they live life longer than me. They have like, they experience all these stuff and like they have more to um, teach me and like um, all this input that they can give me so that I can maybe not make the same mistakes that they did or, um, you know, grow as a person even more. So like, I think, uh, especially in the church setting, that's when I decided that I really needed a mentor. And after that, um, I was able to first find a mentor. His name was Chucky. He's the one that basically like helped me with my college essays. And he also, uh, you know, um, helped me out with music. He taught me all the stuff that I know. And then through him, I was able to meet big banana and then big banana became one of my mentors too. And like, you know, through them, like I also met like a, like a bunch of other like because I'm like, especially like in my label, like I'm one of the youngest ones. So like everyone's older than me. So like I consider like all of them to be mentors too. Yeah. That's big, man. I think, you know, you hit it on the head when you say things like, you know, someone who's just been around longer, they've, they've seen things and experienced things that you haven't, that, um, that they may be able to download some of that wisdom to you, you know, and, and, uh, I think that's big. And, and, um, you know, as you talk about laws of attraction and like, you know, the energy that you surround yourself with, you know, you yourself are going to give off that kind of energy too, because, mm-hmm. you know, we are, we are a product of the, the people that we keep around us. You know what I mean? So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just curious because like, again, when I see, um, guys like yourself and, and, you know, like William that are hungry to just kind of like get out there, you know, and, and, in a time like this where it, you know, there's a lot more challenge. Um, there's a lot more challenges in, in, in our way that could potentially keep you from pushing forward because of things like COVID, but mm-hmm. to find creative ways to get around it and, and um, mm-hmm. to have a team of people, to have people in your life to kind of like coach you and, and lead you like that is, is important, man. So just giving, yeah, you, most giving, giving you props for that. Um, so you already got some pretty big collabs, uh, that you've been able to, um, get down with. Like, so can you talk a little bit about like, um, you know, your collabs with like dumbfounded and, and folks like that? Yeah, of course. Um, so what happened was the, the second time I ever met banana. So like the first time we met, we worked on this song called summer Bits together. And then we ended up releasing that like later on during that summer. But the very second time that I met him, um, he called me up. He was like, yo, like, um, I want to introduce you to somebody. And I was like, okay. But like back then, like we didn't, we weren't very close. So like, I didn't, I wasn't really in the position to ask him like who. So like, I like, I pulled up to the studio, like we, we went to Portos together and we, we got some food and we were walking back and I was like, yo, like who, who do you want to introduce to me? And then he said like, I want to introduce Dumbfounded to you. So like, that's when uh, I was able to meet him and then we hit the studio together. And then it was, it was, it was very intimidating at first because like back then, like I was like, like he's one of my role models. So like, I was like very starstruck, but, um, like, you know, we loosened up and then later on, like, that's when like G2 and ready pulled up. And, um, after that, like, you know, I, I showed them some of my music and then they started giving me like advice and then they said they fucked with me. So, uh, we made a song together called TTP. And then, uh, two years later, we ended up releasing that in 2020. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's one of like, that's like one of my like um, favorite stories because that's when like I started, you know, like really like meeting like the people that I used to listen to all the time. And that's when I started like getting more confidence in myself too. And after that, like, you know, like when I went to Korea, I worked with um, 
like people such as like Paulo Alto. Um, and like also Paulo came over here and uh, we filmed a music video together too. And we went to Joshua tree and we filmed a music video together. And, um, yeah, like just all these collabs, like, like these are things that I've ne never have dreamed of dreamed of in the past because like I was a huge fan of Korean hip hop and American hip hop too. So these are all people that I grew up listening to, but I would have never expected myself to be working with them. But like now that like it's happened, like, you know, I really believe in the power of just like, you know, like believing in your dreams and manifesting them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's big, man. Um, so right now, you know, with, uh, things as they are, you know, what are some of the goals that you have? Like, what are the things that are kind of up next for you right now? Oh, so one of my main goals is, uh, I'm really trying to get myself to, uh, be big on TikTok. Um, another goal that I have is, um, I want to be able to reach a hundred K on Instagram by the end of this year. Um, and, uh, you know, other goals would be making it on like any like Spotify charts, like by the end of next year. Um, yeah. Like I just have like all these like different goals. Cause I have a vision board where like I write down all my like goals that I want to manifest. And, um, you know, like, I think those are my main goals right now. My main goals right now is to just get big on TikTok. Um, get bigger on Instagram and uh, really develop myself as an artist so that I can, uh, you know, get a big, a bigger audience, especially uh, in the Korean hip hop industry and also in the American hip hop uh, scene too. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, as I was listening to, you know, some of your music, like the sound of it, it just, I mean, it's just on some feel good tip, you know what I mean? From like the production, I just feel like, I mean, at least the ones that you have out right now, it's like good summertime music, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. you know, for you to talk about, you know, having some just, I mean, I think goals can be as grand as like, I want to win a Grammy to like, I just trying to get my social media numbers up to this. I mean, you know, it can go big or small. And I think that's important for you to um, identify what those things are mm -hmm. as big as they could be or as small as they can be, because that, gives you the ability to focus like okay cool i got my vision board i got you know, i got some some songs that are out right now they're good for for what they are and, and it's some good feel good music cool i want to get my my ig numbers up to this by this time mm -hmm. you know i want to you know get big on tiktok or whatever and like to be able to see those things and focus your energy towards those things like that's how um you know you set goals you knock them down then you set new ones you knock them down and and, mm -hmm. and you're doing it right, man. So thank you. Thank you. To you for that, man. Um, so, you know, with this show, we like to, you know, talk to people about like, you know, obviously the, the stuff that they're doing with their career. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously everybody is, you know, and I, I talk to people from all different industries from music to food, to dance, to business, to tech, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, with that, um, everybody may have a, a different definition of what success is. Right. Uh -huh. And, um, I think it's important to like, just like how it's important to have like a goal, like vision board and things like that. Uh -huh. I think it's also important to know what success means because we all, everybody wants to achieve some level of success, mm -hmm. but unless we know what that actually means, like, success itself can be very subjective, you know? So, um, in your mind, you know, with where you're at and whether as grand as you want to go or as short term as you want to go, how would you define success? I mean, for me, like, I feel like my ultimate definition of success right now. And like the goal that I want to reach ultimately is because is that I want to have, um, a global influence. So 
I want to be able to have like a very big fan base, but also have an influence over like a lot of people globally. And whether it be through music or whether it be also like, I want to be like a political activist or whether it be through any other things. Like I want to go into like acting too, or I want to go into like all these other, like, um, like, you know, um, art industries, but, um, what, like through any means, like I want to just have an influence and I want to be able to speak my voice, empower other people. And, um, ultimately just have that, um, influence over people. Yeah. Just be a, just be a huge influencer like globally. Yeah. That's dope, man. I dig that. Um, if it's cool, man, I want to do a quick lightning round with you where I'm going to uh-huh. fire off some quick questions. You just got to okay. come off top. So this okay. is like your, your chance to freestyle some of these answers. Right. Here we go. Lightning round. Three, two, one. What's your favorite food? My favorite food? Uh, cream barbecue. Who's your favorite rapper? Favorite rapper right now? Big Sean. What is your quarantine guilty pleasure? Quarantine guilty pleasure? Snacking at midnight. <laughs> What's the last thing that you binged? Last thing? Uh, I binged this Korean drama called Reply 1988. I rewatched it like three times now. Oh, dang. <laughs> is this on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. What is it called? Reply 1988. Reply 1988. Okay, I might have to. I might have to get on that, dude. I I'm gonna pause lightning for a second. And have you have you watched Itaewon class? Yeah, of course, dude. That was that's my joint, bro. Yeah, I might have to, I might have to rewatch that one. I, I keep recommending that to all my friends, and I'm like, I might as well just watch it again, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Uh, shout out K dramas. Uh, what is what is your dream opportunity? My dream opportunity. Uh, to be able to hop on a song with Tory Lanez. Oh, shoot. <laughs> then I feel like I already know the, the answer to the next question. What would be a dream collab? Oh, uh, collab with Tory Lanez and then maybe a collab with Travis Scott, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I get it. I get it. What, what is your song of the moment? Like, what's the, what's the track that got you, like, lit right now? Oh, uh, GTFO at Big Sean. Okay. Oh, no, ZTFO, ZTFO, not GTFO. Yeah, yeah, Detroit 2 just dropped. I got I to gotta listen to that. Yes, fire. Um, who's the artist of the year? Artist of the year right now? Mm. Uh, Roddy. Roddy. Roddy Rich? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. What is the last CD that you bought? Oh, I don't think I've ever bought a CD before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feared that that was going to be the answer to that question. I was like, man, this guy might be too young. He might not even know what a CD is. <laughs> I mean, my dad had a bunch of CDs. I used to like, listen to them all the time. But like, Got it was you. Like, Queen and stuff, you know? Man, you come from the era where people don't even buy CDs. That's wild. <laughs> right. Who's the most slept on artist? Ivy. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, come on, baby. We already know that. <laughs> Yeah. You're I'm up most, and coming, baby. Yeah, most left on ours. Yeah. <laughs> I'll <Okay>. say <sing> <laughs> All right. All right. I like that confidence. Okay. What's the first thing you're going to do once COVID is completely gone? I'm going to go get Korean barbecue. That's what's up. Yeah. If you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? I want to be able to fly. Okay. <laughs> what is your superpower? My superpower? Uh, I think I have a very high EQ, so like I can, I like I, I tend to like be very. I'm I can empathize with a lot of people like very easily. So I think that's my superpower. Yeah. Okay, EQ's big. Less of, more of. What would you like to see less of in the world, and also more of in the world? 
uh, less, less, definitely less of um, racism, less of this whole coronavirus. Um, I want to see more of just um, like at the same time, like with coronavirus, like being like this horrible, like this global pandemic, like just like being just like horrible for us. At the same time, it shows how like united as a world we are in a sense, like not necessarily like in America, because like in America, like there's just idiots that don't wear masks and stuff. But like, if you see other countries, like in Korea, like they all united as a country and they were able to like, like stop the curve. And like, they all like worked hand in hand, like wearing masks all the time, washing their hands, social distancing, staying at home and like following all these measures. Like, like, you know, like there's that statistic about how like the U S and Korea, like we both got the first cases at the same time, but you know, like look where we are now, like Korea, like they're getting what, like, like only like, you know, like, a hundred to like 200 cases a day right now. Like, and that's like, that's like, that's like when it's going up, you know, but like in LA, like we're getting like, like 1000 to 2000 cases every single day, you know? Um, but it definitely shows like how, like if people can work together, like, like we can make things happen. Mm. Yeah. So word, some yeah. more, more unity, I would say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Word. So we have this thing called the golden rule and um, golden rule for, you know, you, what would be your life mantra? The thing that you kind of live by a principle, a thought, what is your golden rule? My life mantra? Um, I think it's to dream big. Yeah. Um, I think like what makes my life so unique and have colors because like, I, I like, I, 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 I dream really big. So like, I'm always like daydreaming about stuff. I'm like, Oh, like, you know, like I'm like envisioning like, Oh, what if like the day I get a Grammy or like all these other things. And like, that's like what continuously drives me. And, um, like, you know, like this is something that like my parents have always told me, but like, they were like, oh, like don't ever like settle for something less, you know, like always try to dream big. And like, there's nothing that you can't manifest. Like if you really believe in something, then you can manifest it. And I think that's like, that's the reason why, like, for me, like, like, I, I set all these like short-term goals, but also short-term short-term goals, but I also set like a lot of long-term goals as well. And like I try to dream as big as possible because, um, you know, I mean, like I just I just um, I just feel like you know that just like just the energy in this world. Like as long as I put my mind to it, and I just um, you know, surround myself with the right people, I can manifest anything. Yeah, that's big, man. That's uh, you know, I'm I'm glad you touched on that because, um you know, the only thing that limits um, your ability to do anything is yourself. You know, I mean, you can let other things limit you, you know what I mean? You can let other people, you can let, um, you know, I mean, when I see people with like physical disabilities, like, you know, getting, you know, a, a leg or an arm amputated, but still being able to, you know, be at like the top level athlete, even with those impairments that, that just goes to show like, yo dude, like even with a physical impairment, if you have the will and if you have the drive, like even the physical side can't stop you, you know what I mean? And so, you know, as you talk about, um, dreaming big, yeah, dude, that's, that's allowing yourself to know that like, yo dude, there is no limit to what I can do. And, and, Mm -hmm. um, obviously you got to put the work into it. Nothing comes, um, nothing, at least that's of value comes easy. You know what I mean? Like you got to put in the work and, and you got to, um, you know, surround yourself with the right people who are going to help you get there. Yes, sir. And at the same time, um, the process is also a part of it. You know what I mean? Nothing happens overnight. And, and Mm -hmm. just as much as like nothing worthwhile comes easy, nothing worthwhile, 
I mean, most of the time doesn't happen overnight. I mean, like overnight success is, it's like hitting the lotto, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. even at that, even if you do get that opportunity to, um, you know, become viral somehow, how are you going to sustain that? You got to actually have actual skill and talent. That's mm-hmm. like, what are you going to follow that viral thing with? You know, you got to have something else to follow up. And if you don't have actual skill, then even that, you know, flash, flash in the pan is, is just the one, you know, you know, here one second, gone the next, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you, you gotta, you gotta dream big, you gotta work hard and you gotta take the time for that to, to play out. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, Ivy, yo, thank you, man. So much for, for hopping in here. Um, yeah, it was dope talking to you. And like I said, man, um, you know, it's, it's opportunities like this as you, as you are talking about dreaming big and, and taking those shots, um, mm-hmm. keep, keep doing it, man. And, and, um, you know, you have people that are, are, that are seeing what you're doing and, um, you know, are, are willing to, you know, vouch for you and co-sign for you, you know, and, and, um, you know, keep, keep grinding, maintain that, that humble, you know, attitude, you know, like work mm-hmm. hard, stay humble is, is a real, you know, real thing. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta work hard, but at the end of the day, man, you gotta, um, you know, with respect and, and, um, you know, just be humble with the things that you have and, and you'll mm-hmm. go far, man. And yes, uh, I appreciate you coming onto the pod and, and telling us your story. Thank um, you, absolutely, man. Uh, how can people follow the journey, man? Where can they find you? Oh, so on Instagram, follow me. It's IV on a jet plane, uh, IV on a jet plane. And, um, on YouTube, just you can search up IV airplane mode and, um, you'll find all my videos and otherwise, um, yeah, like on Spotify, you can just find me as IV. But it's uh it's kind of hard to find me a little bit, so just search up one of the names of my songs. So like for example, just search up IV No Other Way to find me on Spotify, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll plug all that stuff in the notes. Uh-huh. But uh, folks, thank you for tuning in and uh, watching and or listening. If you're finding this uh, episode to be entertaining, inspiring, we got a ton more. We got a hundred plus episodes. This is like episode one thirteen or something like that. So thank you guys so much for. Um, following the podcast journey, even through this pandemic. Um, mm. If you really dig us, hop into the the, uh, the, the iTunes, Apple um, podcast app. Leave us a five-star rating. Write us a review. Um, we're on Amazon Music now, too. So if you listen to podcasts on Amazon, we're on there, too. We're on Spotify, anywhere you're, you get your podcast fixed, we're on there. Mm. And um, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next time. Ivy, thank you again for hopping in. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Peace.